Downloading latest intel package. Welcome back. I was getting worried about you. Agent Academy, episode 10, recorded on January 9th, 2018. I'm Agent Soho. And I'm Agent Goonie Guy. And today we've got an awesome special guest today, Andrew Krug, the global community manager for Niantic Labs. Yeah, yeah. Red Soho. Uh, he, he has agreed to do uh, a, a, a fantastic interview with us. And uh, he might um, he might spill some beans on something that he's not supposed to be talking about, or he might uh, he might not. He might have to kill every single one of us if he does, though. So we're going to try to stay away from that. We won't goad him into uh, purposefully saying something that will get us all killed. But you never know. That's right. He, he said he, he listens to the show and he was very excited and happy to be on the show. And that is super cool because he's a really cool guy. So we'll get into that. Uh, but uh, first we have, um, let's do a sit rep, sit rep, city, city, sit rep, sit rep, sit rep, sit rep. And that's it, sit rep. Okay, so <laughs> that's, that's all we got. All right. So now on to Circle K. Circle K. So just an <laughs> update. I did my due diligence of uh, turning in my you know points for codes, and I contacted Circle K. I sent them a contact message with, um, "Hey, what the heck is going on with all this?" And I sent, and I said, "We're going to be talking about this on the show, so it'd be nice if you, you know, gave us some information." And then I contacted their app uh, developers as well. Haven't heard from them. So I'll report back as soon as I hear anything or I get codes. I haven't gotten the codes either. And it apparently is not uh, just me. We've seen uh, other people say that they've um, submitted points and have not got their codes either. So not looking good, but I won't ask Andrew about it. (laughs) I know that's for a fact. (laughs) Yes. You don't want him to kill you. No. Um. Also, uh, some big baths went down recently. That's a true fact, sir. So uh, we have uh, this is a a big one that um, made a lot of noise here. This uh, Florida and Cuba were under fifty plus layers of green, um, it, totaling three hundred and fifty six million mu million million. So like from Florida all the way to Cuba and then to um, like South America. Where is that? Somewhere over there. It's like, it's like, it's like the Bermuda or something. It's like way over there. And then over yeah, there. it's like where the hurricanes go through, right? It's like the path <laughs> of the hurricanes. Like it's, it's the Bermuda. That. It's like the Bermuda triangle almost, but it, it's shifted to the West a little more than the actual Bermuda triangle. But Still insane if if they had so fifty plus layers like and all those people got millions like that's I would love to be part of something like that and just get one layer for myself I would have a you'd have Onyx right away that's pretty cool kudos man and uh, speaking of kudos uh, the resistance <laughs> they came back with their own bath. And this one went all the way from uh, Colorado to uh, down in Mexico over to uh, Florida as well. And uh, we actually had some uh, community members comment on uh, that one as well. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty 
pretty insane too. Um, not sure how many layers uh, this was. So but. apparently it was, um, so they missed the first checkpoint and then got the second one. The first uh, fields, they threw 36 fields, about 20 million per layer. And then the second time they threw for the uh, 9 a.m. Eastern checkpoint was uh, 28 layers. So total 67 layers. Oh, okay. Uh, so and each pie. layer, each layer is said to be 20 million MU. Yes. Yeah. Roughly, roughly. One layer. And That's pretty cool. we actually got a comment in our Telegram channel, um, or maybe actually this might have been on Twitter from LA Southern 328 said resistance broke ingress last night. Most intense battle I've ever seen. They missed the 2 a.m. checkpoint and they battled it out till after the 7 a.m. checkpoint. So for five hours, went at it to get, get all the fields back up, which is uh, crazy awesome. That's <laughs> insane. Uh, and well, then quickly, um, this week I did get, uh, three badges. I got our, our medals. I got my, uh, gold trekker. I got my bronze recon and then, uh, silver purifier, I believe. Uh, so I'm ready for the next level. I just need two million more AP to, uh, ding. Ding. Two million? Oh, that's nothing. You can get that. I hate you. You can get that. Uh, this week, uh, you know, last episode, I was just talking about how the blue just needs to do something in Huntsville, especially around where I live, because it's always been green. And it's just really been just green for way too long. I, I just drive by and I'm just hack, hack. I, I can't mod anymore. I can't link field. I'm like, oh, this is kind of boring, you know. It's just in my area. So then um, right after the episode um, aired, uh, someone, I won't say names, had some blues come up and, and kill all the stuff and, and make some fields. I was like, I don't know if it's a coincidence. It could be, or maybe, I mean, maybe they listen to the show. I mean, I would hope that local um, blues and greens, you know, um, would listen to our show. So maybe they heard it and they came and they blew stuff up. So now, uh, so I, it gave me something to do. So the other day, instead of just driving to the post office, I went over here, over here, over here, and blew this up and linked this. And you know, so, yay, it was fun. So thanks. So you could call them out. Like, so I've been making a conscious effort, a conscious decision to not name names. So I don't um, uh, get people to want us to say their name by coming and like, fielding on top of us all the time so i'm not saying anybody's name right yeah that's true um, yeah that's probably the idea is just but i think you, know, you like, should let's do an experiment like you name, name names and see if you get more resistance over your way to like field over you and um okay starting next starting next week though because now having known the rules right you'll get your name called out if you want the attention <laughs> is that weird? And I, I don't won't know. call just... your name out. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, from now on, all right, or at least for another episode. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. So, uh, and a quick contest update. Um, we have uh, a form to fill out, and yep. uh, people have um, surely been doing this. Only one vote per person, and this is this is the contest to give away twenty five dollar gift certificate. Um. Uh, this is a um, uh, at the ingress store or otherwise I think we had some other ideas anyway uh, this is um, so guess guess when ingress prime is coming out the day and the time 
And that's it. Fill out the form. It's in the description. 25 bucks. Did you already say that? Yeah. I'll be honest. My mind wandered for a second. (laughs) That's okay. That's all my fault. And then the Twitch update, uh, real fast, we have uh, icons, we have a sub button, so if you're watching us live, which we do, we're streaming it right now, we stream this on Tuesdays, every Tuesday at noon, And uh, or if it's not at noon, follow us on Twitter because we'll say exactly when it's going to go on. It's a little late because we got Andrew coming up, and uh, he had to uh, have the secret meeting with aliens or something like that for some XM research, so we had to uh, wait for that, so... Uh, yeah, so sub us up on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Agent Academy. And then now we get to the the meat. What's right? Andrew the got to say? What's got Andrew to say, got to say? All right, so we're going to go right into Andrew Krug, the interview, right now. We do have a special guest today. We're going to talk with Andrew Krug, the global community manager for Niantic Labs. Is that the correct? Yeah, I think that's the title. I wear a bunch of different hats, but yeah, that's the one I think on the paycheck. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you joining us today and uh, appreciate everything you do for the community at large. So it's really nice to get to talk to you for, for just a bit. No, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be on. Um, Like I said earlier, you guys are, are killing it. I'm a big fan of your guys' show. So, Nice job. Well, thank you. We'll oh, have to thanks. hook up in, in a future anomaly, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, what were you going to say, Eric? Oh, uh, well, I was just, I was just actually just thinking something. I don't know if you just heard my thoughts, but I was thinking how, how gracious we are that you, um, you forego, uh, forewent your, um, your secret meeting with the aliens to, to, uh, be on the show today. <laughs> uh, we uh, moved it up. We had it earlier today. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. we're we're taking over the world a little bit later. Shaper and Zier. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I am enlightened, so I would have to go with the Shapers. Nice. Oh. Also, if if you accidentally say something that you shouldn't, um, are you gonna are you gonna kill us, or do you think everyone <laughs> will like this? The aliens that was will come my, down. That was my previous job. Uh, you don't have to worry about that anymore. It, it's all good. Well, so, we warned yeah. the chat, so if you do have to kill us and everybody listening, it's okay. They, they, the shapers, the shapers will just come in and just wipe everything magically. It, it's funny how that happens. <laughs> yeah, they'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and speaking of being the uh, global community manager for Niantic Labs. Uh, I know you've talked about it before in the past, AMAs and, and just questions, but uh, just so uh, people listening know, how, how did you get your jo- get the job? Um, it was a really, really exciting story. Um, they posted it online, and I applied, and that was about it. So <laughs> when Niantic split out at Google, there was a few employees that actually stayed behind, and one of them was my predecessor, uh, Brian Rose. So... I just whipped up a resume and applied like everyone else who wanted the job. And then, and then kicked ass in the interview. You gotta, you gotta add that part. We know that had then to kick, happen. Then kicked ass in the multiple interviews. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so what led you to apply for it? So that's an interesting question because at first I wasn't actually going to apply. I had a really nice career. I was really happy, really proud of it. Um, my wife, on the other hand, she kind of saw me leading this double life, no pun intended, with Ingress, because I would work all day, and then I would come home at night, and when the kids would go to bed, I'd go out and I'd play Ingress, or I'd be on my computer running ops and doing that sort of stuff. 
And so one day, you know, we were talking about it, but she said, um, you know, it's almost like you have two jobs. So why don't you apply and see if you can get paid to work on something you love and reduce it down to one job. Uh, so she was really the catalyst for it. And that's, that's why I applied. Mm-hmm. And then more and more traveling started happening. <laughs> and then more, tra- well, I traveled quite a bit with my previous job. So yeah, although I'm gearing up for, I think a five week trip around Asia. So that's, uh, that'll be fun, but that's a lot of traveling. Oh, wow. What, what is everything you have to do? What are your job responsibilities? Ooh, that's a pretty broad topic at its core. Um, I think the best way to describe it is I'm sort of the two-way interface between the player base and Niantic. Uh, wrapped up in sort of that simple description is a whole complex web of responsibilities. I, On some levels, I'm kind of like a help desk guy because people come to me for help, needing help. Uh, I feel a lot of tickets to be escalated, um, which I can't always do, but I'm happy to when I can. Um, I manage the anomaly POC process. I manage the social media channels. Um, so anytime you see a typo, like the fat of the 13, that was me, probably because I didn't have much sleep. Um, I interface with our product and marketing teams and engineering teams. We talk about all sorts of stuff. Um, obviously, there's the Vanguard program, the Trusted Reporter program, and basically anywhere the community perspective really be helpful that's i that's where i provide it so just about everywhere okay so you kind of know everything that's going on really right um to a degree they firewall me from some certain stuff just so i don't come on shows like yours and spill the beans (laughs) right right (laughs) but but yeah to a degree i know a little bit about what's going on in in a lot of places cool (laughs) is that uh um is that mostly Ingress, or are you doing more with Pokemon Go and Future with Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, and things like that? Um, no, right now I'm 100% focused on Ingress, yeah. Mm. So do, have to, do, they, do they have their own community managers? Um, we do have a community manager for Pokemon Go. Oh. Um, the Wizards Unite one, I, I don't think so. We'll probably be hiring for that here shortly. So uh, don't ah. quote me on that because I'm not part of the hiring process. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, but if they do, you sh- everybody should apply because, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. Yeah. Apparently, that's how you get jobs. You apply for them. You apply <laughs> for them. Who would throw your resume out there? <laughs> and kick ass in interviews, too. So Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Niantic offices. Do, do you work out of there or do you work at home? Do you see the antics? No, no, no. Behind me is, uh, is is my basement, so I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan, which is why it's blue and gray all around me. American football team, for those of you watching from international places. Um, but there is there is a lot of antics to go around. I get out there probably once every three months or so. One of the things I really like to do, I don't know if you've seen this, but um, one of my coworkers has a Darth Vader mask. And so I'll put on the Darth Vader mask and I'll take random pictures around the, the office doing random things. Um, so that, that's kind of fun. But, that's awesome. Are you going to yeah. post any of these? I have posted them in the past. I need to go I back and, and post some of the more recent ones. Yeah. yeah. I'll do a calendar. <laughs> I could, I could. I'm not sure if there's any yeah. copyright issues with them. Yes, probably, probably. <laughs> probably work out some kind of deal, you know. Yeah. Star Wars Go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, just, let's see. Disney now owns them, right? So, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It might be tough. <laughs> Princess Go. Anyway, um, 
So uh, I guess we had some uh, questions too from like audience members and stuff, and and one of them was the uh, are are you allowed to redeem passcodes on your own? You gave us a uh, something to give out, <laughs> and uh, we'll be giving one out uh, during the show in the chat later. But uh, I absolutely am because I'm a player too. I need gear. I can't just make my own stuff and just push it into my inventory. It doesn't work that way. So <laughs> I redeem the same passcodes everybody else does. And then you're like, hey, I need some uh, special uh, po- uh, podcast uh, codes to give out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you guys saw the pattern, though. I was watching, was it the last episode, and you noticed the the pattern in some of the things, some of the passcodes. So It opened our eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we thought nice that was kind of cool. But, yeah, that would be morally corrupt if, if you were creating your own because it would be like working for the – Federal Reserve, and you're just like, ah, I need some money. I'm going to print a Make couple hundreds, <laughs> you know. So yeah, yeah that's cool. No, that, that that would probably be bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so do do you play do you play Ingress with other other people in the office? I do. Um, generally, it happens more at events than anything else, just because you know during the day we're working, um, and I obviously don't work in San Francisco, but even when I am there. Um, We'll go out every now and then and, and play, and especially with Ingress Prime. You know, we want to test it and do all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, like, like uh, if you guys go out for lunch or something like that, is it just common that everybody's kind of got their scanner? Up? Or maybe do you eat at a at a lunch portal or something <laughs> like that? It is pretty common to have people with their phones out at lunch doing something, <laughs> whether it's Go or Ingress. You know, yeah, definitely. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those times when you don't take offense to the person next to you paying attention to their phone because you know exactly what's going on. Right. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, we have a rule in my house: no phones at the at the dinner table. So. Yeah, <laughs> I bet there's some uh, uh, great places around the offices that have uh, uh, abundant portals there. Just from- there is, <laughs> yeah, and in fact, there's. Um, I think there's one that we can reach right from the off. Actually, there's a whole bunch right along the Embarcadero there. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty portal dense. It's like so Hanky's car. It's a portal. What? Yeah. Well, <laughs> pretty much. How you do it. <laughs> um, so speaking of game, how, how would you explain Ingress to someone who hasn't heard of it before? That's a really good question. Um, since... Since I started playing, the way that I've been explaining it to people is that it's like the board game Risk, only in real life. So if you want to capture Australia, you have to go to Australia to capture it. And that usually piques their interest. They're like, what? You have to travel for this? And then it opens up like the whole conversation. They're like, I get to capture Australia? Yeah, exactly. It could be a lot of work, but yeah. yeah. That's cool. really cool. I was trying to get my, my uh, nephew to play. He's in in the uh, air force and he's stationed in, in Japan. And I just looked at the base there and it's just like jealousy. I mean, he's got to work <laughs> for it, but uh, there's a ton of portals there. So uh, maybe I'll get him involved. I think all my nephews nice. are sick of me trying to get them to play. Uh, Where in Japan? Um, it's the uh, air force base there. I don't know the, the name of it offhand. He, he told it to me, and I looked it up, and and then proceeded to forget the name of it. I, I only ask because I'm going there next month. Actually, in He's, February, I'll be there. You so. can go say hi, and, and then he'll yeah. be like, "What is going on? This is kind of creepy." Who are you? <laughs> Why? How do you know my name? What is? But that's the beauty of Ingress, because like people, you just you just know them, and you just accept them, and you just 
play with them, you have this instant relationship. So, yeah, I'm happy to go try to drag your nephew into the game. <laughs> and wait, so Thanks. you're and you're heading over there for uh, a while, right? Over to Asia. Yeah, we've got like um, we're going to Australia, New Zealand, and Japan, and it'll be about five weeks in total. So, yeah, nice. my wife is uh, she's happy that I won't be home because the house will be cleaner. So <laughs> until you get back, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so we have uh, some questions here so yeah. how about um so have you had any of your game suggestions added to the game i imagine you guys sitting around having some kind of like staff meetings and stuff and everybody spits out ideas so have that, you had something come into the game yeah, before actually that's that's a lot of what it is so not in the sense that i directly had an idea and just told somebody this is cool put it in but yeah what we usually do is we have a meeting. It's like a brainstorm jam session. People uh, come up with ideas. Uh, it can happen over email too. We do a lot of jamming yeah. over email as well. Um, and then the group will kick out things like you know the bonus key locker that we just had and putting uh, the two uh, R8s or R7s on the portals for the anniversary event. So it's very it's very much like a group dynamic. So I can't take personal credit for anything, but uh, that's exactly how it functions. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So it's kind of organic, really. I guess once it once the brainstorm snowball gets bigger, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Okay. So we should definitely There's, feed you with ideas when we get them. <laughs> yeah, please do because I, I do bring some up, and it's. Um, I mean, there's other things. It's not quite that simple, you know. We have people that study the impact of the game or impact of whatever mechanic it's going to be, and how many things did what, and what's the economy impact, and so there. It's not. I make it sound a little bit simple. It's not quite as simple as that's a great idea. Let's implement it. So. <laughs> right. Have you, have you, um, you said you, you listened to our show. So have you heard anything we've suggested that might be interesting enough to bring to the group? Um, you know, I don't know if it came up on your show, but one thing that I'm a huge fan of and, and I will continue to advocate for is naming capsules because I've got mm. capsules. I'm, I'm really, type a and have them specifically organize specific stuff in specific capsules uh, especially keys and so yeah i think naming them would be would be awesome yes yes yeah we i think the the one similar that was um locking it to another player's like handle so you could pass it off that it's locked to them. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah naming yeah, it's awesome yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool too. But yeah, that, since there's so many sorting things going on with with Ingress Two, we just kind of assumed something like that would would happen with with Two. You know, the naming of the capsule. So because yeah. that's like what is blue and red and yellow. Like you have to memorize like what's in what. Right. Make an Excel spreadsheet for yourself or something. <laughs> if you're hardcore, I've, there. Yep. I've got the spreadsheets. <laughs> That's I funny. used to uh, I used to track every hack, every output, everything. I you know with my car walking around with a clipboard, and I just oh, wow. mark it down. I got X. So yeah, those wow. were the early days, man. It's like that's, when it took four like, hours to hack like thirty portals. So, really, yeah. I've never heard anybody do that. That's pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. The early days were uh, it was it took a lot to do things. Mm-hmm. Cool, huh? I see why they picked you. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm old. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, speaking of uh, features, we had one uh, submitted by Violent, um, friend of the show, Violent Waves, who's wanted to know: Are there plans to implement a system in Ingress in which players can see what portals are unique for them? 
Even little badges in the corner of the photo saying unique exploration or unique capture. Yeah, I don't know what the future feature set, to be honest with you, of Ingress Prime is going to be. But, I mean, that is in Pokemon Go, so maybe that'll appear in Ingress. I hope it'll appear in Ingress. I will advocate for it to appear in Ingress. But I, I, I can't sit here and tell you whether or not that's actually going to be in there or not. Right, right. And that's, uh, I think in Pokemon Go, it's like a ring around it until you hack it. Yeah. Yep. I think, uh, I think that's right. enough because it's like you go into a new place and you're like, um, I don't know if I've hacked this one yet. And I guess there could be one for hacking and one for, you know, capturing unique as well somehow. Uh, to yeah. To, yeah. But, but yeah, awesome question. And uh, other features, um, maybe, I guess this isn't more of a uh, what's going to happen with it, but more of what do you think should happen to it? But the Guardian badge, uh, it's been coming up lately. It comes up all the time, really. Uh, but in your opinion, what do you think should be done uh, with the Guardian so, badge? Yeah, it's been, a, been, a, been on top of mind, that's for sure. Um, so personally... And I have to caveat it with that because this is my personal opinion. I have no idea what is going to actually happen. But personally, as of today, I think I would like to see it retired. Um, I think that, I mean, I earned my, my black badge back in the early days. Uh, somebody did try to take it down at 149, except it was in an area they couldn't get to. So they sent me a message saying ah, I was going to do it, but I can't get there, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Um, so kudos, I guess, for them not spoofing it down, knowing that right. it was going to be there. But it's the root cause of a lot of problems. Um, I would like to see a reward though for duration that portals are owned in some form because I think it is an achievement. I don't know if it's, you know, a multiplier based off of you got 10 portals, you hold them for one day, that's 10 days worth or something like that. I, I, I don't know what that looks like, but I do think that there, it would be fun to have a, a mechanic, just not the mechanic that we've got right now. So. Mm, okay. Uh, in in your travels, are, are you going to China, perhaps? No, we're not, but we are going to be releasing our games there. In fact, I think John Hankey, um, the CEO, has said uh, we absolutely intend to bring our existing games to China. So that's on the record. Oh, good. Uh, eventually, hopefully we'll go there. So I don't know. Because I know right now, like, Ingress, it's hard because people have to um, play off VPN, and it's probably not officially there for for players and and so it must make things difficult uh for you as a community manager and, and things as well yeah we do have um a regional community manager named hilda long who is based out of hong kong and she interfaces a lot with the chinese players that are there uh, she has to deal with the great firewall of china too uh, when she goes to mainland china and all that but they've had mission days they've had other things there so there's definitely a player base um we would just like to open it up and, and do it right Speaking right. of opening up and doing it right, Prime Ingress Prime. When do you expect it to be released? We'll put you in the uh, the the, uh, the contest. We have a contest yeah. going for who can guess the date. I think I would win that contest. I'm not. I think I should exclude myself. Oh, so um, you know the date? I. Uh, I I would love to be able to provide you a date, but I don't think I would be sitting in this chair anymore if I did. <laughs> well, so, we don't want that. I like my job, yeah. but um, yeah, we'd all be dead, I guess. <laughs> it is confidential, so yeah. But uh, there, there is, there is a, there's a, there's a mark on the wall for sure. Cool, awesome, awesome. 
All right. So, uh, so about anomalies, love anomalies, awesome idea. Uh, just a awesome way to just be in another city, have an excuse to just go somewhere, get uniques, meet all kinds of people. Everybody seems so friendly and cool. Never had a bad experience at an anomaly. So, um, yeah, but what, what is it like for uh, for Niantic staff to be there? Like, what what would your day look like at an anomaly? So it it really depends if I'm supporting it remotely at home or if I'm the person on the ground. Because if I'm supporting it at home, usually I'm glued to my computer for like 24 hours and I'm fielding issues that come up. Um, players, you know, spoofers if there's a shard game or anything like that. So I relay that to NIA Ops and the Game Masters. So it's a, a lot of drinking coffee and a lot of energy drinks because I stay up for the entire cycle, you know, Asia through America. Um, but if I'm there supporting them in person, that's a whole different story. Uh, I help set up the registration. I train the temps that we hire to do it. Uh, usually I make some sort of opening and closing statements or announcements. Um, I still have my eye glued to my cell phone to make sure that if there are any issues that we can handle them correctly. Uh, but it's a lot of logistical work. And then during the anomaly itself, what I'll do is try to play a little bit. So it might be a measurement or two, uh, but I get a little play in and then go around, take pictures for our social media because I, I do do that as well. So we want to post things and amplify the message of ingress on social media. So a lot of taking pictures and videos and interviewing folks as well. And then a party in the evening? Then there is the party, usually at the <laughs> primaries, yeah. And at the secondary secondaries, we just uh, we go to the faction parties, and, and those are always fantastic. There's, I don't think there's ever been a bad after party anywhere. So <laughs> We'll work yeah, on they've that. All been good. No, 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 no. They've all been good. <laughs> cool. So do you have any news about any upcoming anomalies? I, uh, I wish I did. Um, I think... Gosh, yeah, I don't want to get myself in trouble. But, okay. <laughs> um, hopefully, I don't want to say it out loud. I was going to say hopefully soon, but um, hopefully you'll know soon, or hopefully anomaly soon. Hopefully, we'll be able to make an announcement soon about what's going on, and and okay. and give people you know sort of the the runway that they need to plan and and do things. So I don't as as soon as we get it all finalized, uh, we'll definitely make an announcement. Cool. I guess switching gears a little bit, you've been doing something uh, pretty cool for the for the past months. Uh, the AMAs, uh, you've been doing yeah. uh, Monday, Tuesday ish when when uh, you're available and have time. And uh, I know uh, people seem to appreciate a lot. I know I do. Um, but how long does it actually take you to complete your your <laughs> weekly AMA post? Uh, when I'm not answering 272 <laughs> questions. Normally, it's only about two hours. Uh, I spread it over the course of the day, so it's, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Uh, but it, it's probably about two hours worth, just not in a single sitting. And are you doing more um, reaching out to other team members before you post? Or are you trying to post first and then maybe hit those questions later? Yeah, what I try to do is um, as a question comes up that I can't answer or I need more information about, I'll, I'll post it Um We've got a Slack channel that I set up for the AMAs. And so hopefully, you know, the person will see the, the question and, and, and help me and try to answer it. It doesn't always happen that way, though, because, uh, I mean, they are working professionals as well. So 
Um, we, it's not like we just have a dedicated team of staff answering the AMAs. You know, normally, it's I'm tapping them on their shoulder and saying, hey, can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I can get the, the questions answered. Sometimes I can't. That's why I skip over some or I say I have to get back. Right. And I think some people you know, forget that an AMA is, hey, ask me anything. It's not ask Niantic anything. So there's, <laughs> there's stuff you don't know or can't talk about. And I, yeah. I think people need to, um, you know, appreciate that and respect it. But I think you have been doing a good job of, of going and uh, finding answers when you can. And uh, I know people appreciate that as well. Um, it's fun. I enjoy doing it. And and so have, have you gotten into any trouble? Are there any rules that Niantic's put on you about the AMA or said, hey, uh, let's stay off that? <laughs> um, I mean, there's... There's there's always the corporate constraints, right? I can't tell you where John Hankey lives, and I, I can't <laughs> spill the beans on when Prime is coming out and that sort of stuff. But by and large, no, I've I've not I've not gotten in trouble, knock on wood, uh, so far. And uh, yeah, I mean beyond just the normal corporate stuff, it's they, they give me a pretty wide berth to to sort of play with it and do what I need. So now expect so. the uh, most asked question to be uh, next Monday. Where where does <laughs> yeah exactly? <laughs> what is the most asked question that you can think of? Mm, right now, I think it's generally been about the quarter Q one anomalies. Is is what I think yeah. is probably the most asked question. Good thing we could uh, pile one on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. Counter. <laughs> hey, I want to know too. So yeah, just keep asking. <laughs> And soon it'll be Q2 and you'll be like, well, uh, I, I know the answer <laughs> to the Q1 anomaly. anomaly question. I can right. tell you. But uh, um, what's your favorite topic to cover? Um, this is going to sound really cheesy, but I think it's anything that I can answer. Because, <laughs> I mean, the point of doing these is to be able to establish that two-way communication with the community, right? And so, although I see a lot of you know, repeat questions and, and whatnot. It's it's providing that hook, that feedback mechanism uh, that I think is really important. Um, I will say, though, that there, there's there been a trend. I mean, I've been doing these for, I don't know, what, three, four months now. So there's definitely a trend of repeat questions. So one of the things I'm thinking of doing is maybe moving them instead of weekly to do, like, monthly, um, just so we can cut down on the amount of, I mean, quite frankly, the questions that I have to skip because they've asked six times and answered five times and the ones that I can't answer that people continue to ask. So uh, just just to make the quality a little bit better, maybe move them to once a month. But um, really, it's anything that I can I can help the, the community answer. And, and do you think those the questions that answered or asked over and over again, are they mostly questions that you can't really answer? So there isn't an answer or ones that it's a mix. It's, yeah, it's a mix. There's there's a lot of questions that come in that are kind of vague, you know? Um, it, it's like, what do you think about this? Uh, I've got a pole in my backyard. Well, not in my backyard. That'd be pretty specific. But what do you think about this type of sign, you know? and Or what do you think about this type of building? Um, stuff like that. It's, it's really, I, there's a lot more context that needs to be put into there before I can usually answer. And sometimes I will. I'll answer and say, well, Based off of what you described, you know, I can't really provide an answer, but assuming X, Y, and Z, maybe this would be sufficient. Talking um, about and portal then, submissions? It could be portal submissions. Yeah, that's that's a big one. It could just be, you know, reporting people. Do I think, you know, X is trespassing, you know, that sort of stuff. I just, I, I don't I don't have enough context in a lot of cases. 
to provide really an informed decision. But uh, then there's the questions that are, yeah, the, the legal ones. We saw a lot of them this week dealing with processes, like how did you do this? Why did you do that sort of thing that I just, I, I, I can't answer. So Right, right. De- definitely get fired on that one, right? When you hit the legal For stuff. sure, for sure, for sure. True. Well, um, so what? What's uh, what do you like um, outside of ingress? Uh, what, what What do you like doing when you're not uh, ingressing or nianticking? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a really good question. I mean, I guess uh, so. I've got two little kids, so I spend most of my time being a father. You know, going to basketball games and soccer games and shuttling them all around. So um, I do enjoy poker. I've been playing poker since I was 16. So we have my buddies and I have a, a poker night just about almost once a week. Uh, but oh, beyond right that, on. yeah, it's uh, and you know what? I use a lot of the coins that I get from players. I'll use as my card protector because they're really, they're heavy. They're nice. They're awesome. So everybody's amazed at how many card protectors I've got. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you know, just being a, just being a dad is is probably the bulk of the time. Oh, well, yeah. When you're not traveling, I mean, that's so much time spent that. Yeah, you know, gotta make up for it. Yeah, you get the the kids into ingress when they uh, get old enough. Yeah, they they keep begging me to do it. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm I'm positive it's going to be around. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, that's oh. that's that's um. One of the things, like like one of my kids is is over thirteen, and and one of them's almost thirteen. So it's kind of like, um, you know, one being able to play and one not. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, tough. So yeah, I get that yeah. Too. So uh, what? Here, here's some uh, just some random questions here that we have for you, sure. um, just to get to know Andrew Krug a little better. Uh, so, what's your favorite band? Oh man, do I have to pick one? Um, I'll take a top five. Definitely, I think. Or top. I mean, three. if I if I had to pick one, which I'll give you three, but if I had to pick one, <laughs> I might lean towards Audio Slave. Oh, yeah? oh okay. <laughs> so, Audio Slave and uh, maybe the Foo Fighters. I'm a big Dave Grohl fan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. Okay, going back. Not too Going far. Not too well, far. So, any uh, man, I don't know. My music is. I, I I listen to all the different genres from blues, Mississippi blues, to Rob Zombie, to everything in between. I mean, I I'm really good at the name that tune game. We play that a lot, actually. In the, you talk about antics. That's one thing we actually play a lot <laughs> in the office. Is name that tune. So <laughs> awesome. That's oh, cool. Speaking yeah. of. Hello. We've got a tune we're going to play and see if you what? can name it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Grab your guitar. I'm like, what's happening? I'm just kidding. I'm just... I would have been really impressed if you started doing Red Solo Cup. That would have been awesome. Have... <laughs> Damn, missed an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. next, uh, next time we get you on, I'll ha- we'll right, have it right. down pat. We'll have a little sing-along, mm-hmm. all of us. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you won the lottery... What would be the first mm. three things you would spend your cash on? How much money are we talking about? Talking uh, five hundred million. That's what the current Ooh. one's at, right? Five sixty, something like that. Yeah, I think one person won that too. Didn't that? Um, I mean, I would definitely pay my mortgage off. Um, I would probably set up 
a bunch of accounts for like my niece, uh, my kids for college friends to making sure that their kids are set up for college, have a little spending account, spread it around a little bit, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, and then have a balls to the walls vacation. You know, one that lasts 12 months, <laughs> just go all around the world, <laughs> have a good time. I don't know. I mean, what else are you going to do at that point? That's, that's uh-huh. a lot of cash even after taxes. So epic green yeah. fields. Yeah. So yeah, epic green fields. There you go. Yeah. Work on, work on my badges. So yeah, I, I spread it around a little bit and then, and then be selfish with it afterwards. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> So yeah, Eric and I had this deal that if he wins the lottery, he's got to give me half of it. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I play about once a year. I might play it twice this year. I don't know. I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck to you. Thanks. <laughs> I won't. I won't force you to give me a third. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I'll give you a, a part of mine that he gives me. Half of a half. It's, All right. Cool. Well, I, I didn't say half, but you oh, know, what a oh. piece of it. We'll, we'll say a half of a part of. A okay, piece okay, of okay. It. All right, that's fair. Definitely that be able to probably pay yourself a month. A dinner, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and we're talking about uh, uh your name, Red, Red Solo Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you came up with that, we all know the story. Um, but. Did you ever just even for a second think about making your agent name some pun off of Freddy Krueger? <laughs> yes. Um, the reason why is when I was in college, our email addresses were our last name and the first letter of your first name and the first letter of your middle name. And my initials are AR, so it was Krug AR, so it was Kruger. So everybody, I'm, all my friends know me as Kruger, yeah. In fact, I've got brothers, so I'm Big Krug, then we have Middle Krug, and we have Little Krug. Krugers all throughout. So. <laughs> Krug. The Krug Krug. Krug Krug, yeah. yeah. A bunch of dream warriors. Yeah. <laughs> but for I thought, yeah, I wanted something a little bit different because, it, I don't know, it was... Uh, little too common. I've, I've been known as Kruger all my life. So, mm. so uh, this is a question we've been, we've been podcasters for, for a long time. And this is just something I love to ask every guest at the end of the interviews are is what's in your pocket right now. Nothing actually. Nothing. Um, really? Yeah. Clean no. pockets. And I'll tell you why, because, <laughs> <laughs> because I work from home. So normally I'm in my pajama pants with like a button down shirt on up top, right? Because I do a lot of video conferences and um, <laughs> I had to go pick my kids up from the bus and I can't go to the bus in my pajama pants. So I just threw on a pair of pants. So they're, they're empty pockets. Ah, okay. Empty pockets. I don't think yeah. I've gotten that much. That's uh, That's one, person did, one person did say, uh, I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> that was a good answer. <laughs> What kind of podcast were you doing? I don't remember. Yeah. I think that was Notch that said that, actually. <laughs> when we talked to him. Anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I think that is a good, well-rounded um, picture of who you are and what you do, what you like, inside and outside of work. And, um, and uh, it's all very cool. Yeah. Appreciate you guys having me on. And mm-hmm. if, if uh, yeah, and before we let you go, is, is there anything sure. you want to um, that we didn't cover that you want to hit 
before we leave? I don't know if there's anything coming up that. Uh, <clears throat> Let's see. Um, that we did not cover. Or just something uh, you want to plug, or. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the community is kind of. I mean, I think we all know the situation right now, right? And so, you know, I would just really ask people to just remember that players are somebody's brother, somebody's sister, father, husband, cousin, you know, they're, they're real people. There's real people behind the scanner and to just treat others with, with sort of that in mind, you know, um, you don't have to be friends with everybody. Nobody is asking you to do that, but just be, just be respectful of, of one another. And, um, we will we will get through the times that are at hand right now. It, it's a tough time in the community, but I'm I'm positive that with time and with working together that we'll we'll get through it. So that's very cool. That's all I, guess. Well <laughs> I like that. I like that. Wise words from a, a wise man. And um, like we said, appreciate you uh, being on the show. We'll get you on on round two when when you get back or, or later uh, in the future. Yep. Uh, and good luck to with come back. Well, that was interesting. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, he's a he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. So it's it's cool to just meet him and hang out and get all personal with him and ask him about his family life and stuff too. So um, <laughs> it's uh, I guess it's too bad we didn't get an exclusive like you know when is Ingress Prime coming out or. Uh, something like that but you know hopefully if he has something exclusive he can like throw it our way in the future or something like that you know yes but uh anyway he's a cool guy and uh that was a great interview so let's get into the rest of the uh the rest of the show now all right what's in the capsule what's what's in the capsule what's in the capsule what's in the capsule i'll tell you what's in the capsule absolutely uh Uh, let's see what is in the castle. We have a Twitter, a, tw- a tweet. We do have a Twitter, but we also got a tweet from Finney McFinger. What up, Finney? Uh, so he uh, he wanted to expand on an idea that we had last week, and and quickly the idea that we had last week was kind of a group activity thing. Like uh, think of of like a raid in Pokemon Go, I guess, but where uh, multiple people could do perform something in the game, right? And there's a lot of different ideas surrounding that. But I think, Brent, you you brought up the fact that, uh, well, it has to not be, like, cheatable or something because people with backpack accounts are, like, f- 15 iPads or something and they're in their seat of their car are, are going to cheat and they're going to be, like, roaming around doing all this stuff. Well, here, Finney McFinger has a, has a solution. To expand on your idea, on your group idea, group hack where each player does a fraction of the glyphs, uh, this could be harder to backpack or device juggle. So basically, if if things have to be simultaneously or in succession or something that has to do, it's like, think of like, you know, the, uh, uh, what is it, like the the nuke like to to i don't even know if this is true but you know to like launch a nuke or something you have two people standing like like 20 feet from each other and they have to turn the key at the same time because literally it's impossible for one person right so it's like hard for one person to do i think that's a cool solution i thought war games and they'll shoot each other if they don't turn the key 
Yeah. <laughs> They'll shoot each other. And it's not like you have to do it exactly. I would say everybody has a 30 second window to do this thing. So you couldn't do all those things in 30 seconds. You'd have to have eight people to perform a task. I think that's a really awesome thing. So get on it. Get on it. Get 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 on it. You know what, Eric? What? Ooh, that's a great idea. Let's do it. Ah, thanks, Notch. No problem. He's still not wearing any pants. No. Nope. But uh, okay, you want to do this next one? <laughs> sure. This one's from uh, Trisonic, who says, "New idea for Prime. If you do your daily hack, your inventory gets bigger at the rate of a very rare mods in a, a Mufaga. Mufaga, Mufaga. I guess we can um, change that anyway. Uh, but if you miss a day, you go back to two thousand items. Oh yeah, yeah." So Weird. You just can't hack until you use up those items. If it went back to two thousand, yeah, pretty much. Kind of like now, I'm I'm always over my cap, and it's like you just got to use them. You know, can't yeah, you just can't hack. You can't pick up anything. You can't take anything out of capsules, or can you? No, I think you take things out of capsules, but that just means that you're further into debt, basically. Yeah, because the, the regular capsules are already counted. So the, the yeah. only ones are the key capsules, which you can definitely take out. Um, right. Yeah. And then you're still in the red, you know. Yeah. Um, so we have one here from uh, Blue Ox. He's a enlightened level 17 from Las Vegas. <laughs> Don't ask me how he got to level 17 because uh, he'd probably have to kill you. There's a lot of killing going on in this episode, <laughs> by the way. Okay. So he has a new idea for Prime. Ability to upgrade mods. Plain and simple. So, question though. Okay, so is that upgrade mod? So, like, if someone's already put one on and they put on, you know, a common and you want to upgrade it like that, or upgrade mods like there's a new level of mods? Mm. Well, like uh, how you can upgrade levels in uh, in MOBAs, you know, and like in items, how it's like a level one, two, three. You know, so it's like it it adds features. I would say that it, it would be a regular mod, and when you upgrade it, it gives you an additional feature. Um, you know, whatever that is, I don't know. That's up to the creative team to think up. But that's how I would see it. That way, you can still have all these regular mods. Like you can still have an Axa or an Aegis or Aegis, however you want to say it. Um, but you don't upgrade a common to an Aegis. You just up you just upgrade your Aegis to a crazy Aegis. Or you upgrade your common to a crazy common, right? You're adding features to it, like lifesteal or something else. I don't know. Cloak ability, maybe. You can't see that there's a shield on there until you start hitting it. And you're like, oh, there's a shield. It was cloaked. You know, whatever. I don't know. That's a pretty cool idea. I like it. I, I do like the idea, though, of like, uh, okay, you come to a portal and maybe it's a portal that you uh, like to visit a lot and someone's put a common mod on it. And you're like, man, I wish it was, you know, a rare one. So if you could upgrade that one to a rare one, you know, it's not like removing someone's mod from it. You're just making it better. Right. Like, I think that would be a good thing for the game. Like, uh-huh. Um, you know, then people uh, wouldn't get mad. I mean, there's some people that get mad that like, why are you putting a common shield on that portal? And it's like, because I got some and I need the XAP. 
Right. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you don't have a mod on here. So quit yelling at me. In comes. <laughs> <laughs> what is <the> business? <laughs> I'm growing a hemorrhoid right here on the show. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I thought you were giving birth. I okay. am. <laughs> I actually looked around to see what I could give birth to. You're lucky I found none. <laughs> Wow. Uh, a guitar. Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, remote control. <laughs> this show has gone uh, into a weird place. Let's go ahead and just play this call instead. Okay. This is from Agent uh, Dewey J. And if you want to call in, uh, go to speakpipe.com slash Agent Academy, and you can call in just like this agent. Hi, guys. Something for what's in the capsule from Agent Dewey J of the Central Illinois Resistance. For those agents over level 8, why not introduce skills? Here's the first one, the link laser. To create a link laser, an agent would load an ultra strike into the skill slot, and then it would take an entire cycle to turn the ultra strike into a link laser. You can deploy a link laser anywhere along the path of a link between two portals. For the link laser to hit the link, it must be directly under the link. And when the link laser is fired, it shoots a concentrated beam of XM straight up, and it hits the overhead link, it has a chance of severing the link. Each link is given a link rating based on the sum of the portal levels on each end multiplied by the percentage of charge for those portals. So if you have a link between a level 5 and a level 6 portal, and both portals have 100% charge, that gives it a link rating of 11. The link laser would also have a link rating based on the level of the agent above 8 and the level of the ultra strike used to create the link laser. So a level 12 agent using a level 8 ultra strike would have a link rating of 12. If the link rating of the link laser is higher than the link rating of the link you're attacking, you have a percentage chance of severing the link. That percentage of success is based on the placement of the link laser when it's fired. As you move from the midpoint towards one of the portals, that percentage goes up. So if you're 50% of the way between the midpoint of the link and one of the portals, your percentage of cutting the link is 50%. So what do you think, guys? Thanks. Link laser. What do, what do you think? Wow, that's um that's crazy. It, it's a, it's like I would need to I need to see it. I need to see it on paper, you know, cuz it's it sounds it sounds impressive, but it's, and it sounds like you've really kind of worked through a lot of the details there too, actually. It's pretty uh pretty in depth. I I'd, I'd love to see it I'm, written down. I need drawings. Yeah, like a, I need drawings. Like a that was like a math class from um, like a really intensive one that I didn't want to um, <laughs> do when Roll I in. <laughs> like high school. Um, wasn't so good in math back then. I don't think. I think it was all the uh, LSD, but that's a different story. And <laughs> now we're really uh, pregnancies, drugs. I think we're going to have to edit all this out. And Freddy Krueger is getting into yeah. a weird territory. Um, <laughs> But let us know uh, in the in the comments um, because we'll we'll um, we'll talk about this in the next episode uh, if if somebody has an issue or something to comment about the link laser that will explain it to us right um, because uh, but we love stuff like that it's pretty uh, that's a it's like um, it's an advantage uh, what what is it called when you uh, create your own uh, oh like fanfic or something right it's like fanfic it's like complicated really thought through but very meticulously explained you know and it's like whoa it's kind of over my head but it kind of works for ingress too right in that same vein of like uh make it complicated and do some crazy stuff (laughs) cool stuff 
crazy uh, stuff. And half of the time I was dealing with an audio issue, so I couldn't listen. And then uh, that was not a conversation to come in halfway on. Mm-hmm. So if you did, <laughs> rewind, listen a few times. Um, a, few times. a shortened version. Yes. Uh, so I guess this week uh, in the capsule, I'm going to pull out an idea from that I had. Okay, so this is a you know how you have email, you get emails, uh, email alerts from Ingress. You get the Ingress damage report sent to your email if you choose to have that setting on or not, and it'll let you know what's been destroyed that you um, that you had a resonator on right pretty simple and then uh also then you get portal submission status emails too like if you try to update a title or a picture i'm having flashbacks man or an actual submission itself you get emails but that's it that's where it draws the line so my my uh my capsule idea here is i want more email alert options so as far as I know, there's no place where you can go and configure this. You just, you want alerts on or off and you just get everything. You you just get those things. But if, uh, you know, when we get Ingress prime, if you had some kind of a, an online, uh, I don't know, profile page. Well, you know, I guess in the app itself, you could do this in the options somewhere anyway, where you could say, I want alerts for, I want a damage report. I want link reports. I want, um, you know, all kinds of different reports. I know that it would, it, it might be maybe too much Intel. So you'd have to scale it back, but, but basically anything that you can see on the map, on the Intel map, like I can see instantly when somebody throws a link or a field on the map, why not get an email alert when I can, I can specifically say email alert on this portal. If this portal turns green, give me an email. If this portal turns blue, give me an email. If somebody links from this portal, give me an email. I don't know. What do you think? Is that too much intel? Uh, I, it's it's one of those things where it's the borderline on uh, making it easier for people to do scraping type of things. Yeah. Now it's a bunch of data that they have, and they don't have to actually scrape. It's just coming straight to them. Like, here's the data, uh, and they can set up different things fairly easily to grab that data and because now it's form letters and all you need is this data and these certain spots and that's easy to grab from an email. Uh, I see. So you use that as your source to scrape. Yeah. And so you could have all these like micro scrapers just in people just, and it's data that they're given to you so that they would have a hard time. I think saying that you were doing anything wrong because they gave you this data. They gave you an email with all this data into it. Uh, you didn't actually go get it somewhere, and they can't say you scraped it from Gmail, right? So right. It's, it's um, I do like the idea of uh, being able to uh, set up notifications more. I, I know, like, okay, mm-hmm. so right now you can do uh, in your settings under device, you can get notifications for mentioned in comms, portal under attack, recruiting, and faction activity, news stories, portal nearby opportunities events and opportunities and uh, you can set it to vibrate. So like a vibrating phone when you're doing your glyph hacking, that's where you do it. (laughs) So I guess there's a little bit more than I I just mentioned. I guess I have that stuff turned off and really all, I just get the ingress damage report. I know a lot of people turn that off, but I I've always liked it because it's like a recap of the day. I get home after being on the road and, 
I see emails popping up and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. So-and-so blew this up and I can, I, I can cross-reference it with the time and be like, oh, at 4.43, where was I? You know what I mean? So it's, it's a nice way. I, I end up deleting them, you know, it's just like, you know, a one use type thing. I've never scraped it. Of course, um, Nagy in the chat room said, mentions that scraping from mail is still against the TOS. So, mail. Uh, so of course, but, but yeah, anyway, just, you know, more mail options. I don't know. Get creative with it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mail, mail stuff, mail call, mail. Maybe call. you could send other agents, uh, mail. That'd be kind of cool. Instead of having to do it through, through comms and everybody could see it, um, being able to almost like Craigslist, right? Like you can send people a mail who have a post, but you don't get their email address if they don't want you to have it. That's private. And you could set it on mm. or off, but then, you know, I need to contact you about something. It doesn't go out in open comms, even on your faction comms. Someone could have a, uh, you know, a, I'm going to set a Smurf account because that's what it's called in, in some of the games we've played when you have like that, you know, the, the new account that uh, is not your main account. They call it, but it's Smite. It's called your Smurf account. Right. Uh, that wouldn't work well in this context, would it? But no. you might have a, um, uh, someone uh, who's cheating would have an account of the opposite faction so they can watch comms. So you don't always want to send stuff on comms if it's secure in any, any way. So yeah, yeah. some sort of, uh, like Nag says, a PM, a DM, a, an RM, a QM, anything with an M at the end, just something like that with some kind of message. Um, but yeah, to just to add on to the email thing, it could be an email message. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going with that as my instead of the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. Because we're running up on the end of the show. Um, yeah. Which you want to do comms? Comms, comms, yeah, yeah. Comms, 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 comms. So, uh, comments from you, the listener. These are comments from. Uh, in fact, we pulled some off of uh, recent YouTube comments that we got on our episodes, and you can have yours read too if you comment on this episode. So, from Nathan Humistan, hum, Humistan. Who mustn't? Who mustn't? Sorry, Nathan. We uh, suck at names if y'all have. It. <laughs> but it's Nathan okay. A. Nathan H. Um, public access is not required on military bases. Safe access is the requirement. So we talked about military bases and portals being on them, and this is something I really want to ask Andrew, but he uh, he couldn't stay for the whole episode. But uh, I would love to hear something still official about this. Um, <laughs> Well, and there is a, a mention, um, it's kind of a sideways mention on the low quality candidates on the OPR, uh, on their help page that says candidates that obstruct the driveway of emergency services and may interfere with the operations of, and this is where you get fire stations, police stations, hospitals, military bases, industrial sites, power plants, and air traffic control towers. Military bases, people trying to even get to uh, different things on military basis is not something I don't think anybody uh, wants in the military. I mean, it's not secure and um, it's just an extra that doesn't need to be there. And I bet you if, if military bases knew it was going on on their bases, like the commanders and, and the people who, who run them, they would 
actively go and say, remove these from our bases. We don't want these um, here. So Mm -hmm. I take it from that, that when I see something at military base, I deny an OPR. And if that moves down my rating, then then so be it. It's uh, why I think maybe they need to do a, um, a questionnaire over uh, five-star ratings and and stuff. um, So they can make those things immediately so if they go if that's what they think then they would know and it wouldn't take someone's opinion i was actually working on mm-hmm. a, a form that you could you basically ask you questions and when, at the end it would tell you yes you should give a one star or no you should give a five star like what would you would you like that oh yeah yeah i'm almost done so. with it so <laughs> we'll, we'll let um uh all the agents in the agent academy uh beta test it once i'm done with it and that's cool form that should take you you know just a couple minutes so you'll have plenty of time when you're in opr to pull up the uh, request and then you can just go down the checklist and at the end it'll say and then it will tell you why too right hmm. that's good to know like oh i didn't realize this yeah you know it happens all right that's cool yeah yeah neat neat Okay. And we did uh, get a link from Blue uh, Dives Matter in chat. U.S. Air Base Commander bans augmented reality games as possible terrorist threat. Whoa. So this is Colorado Springs uh, Shriver Air Force Base. Um, so we'll link to that article in the show notes. That's another interesting thing. Like, why, you know, maybe we shouldn't wait for them to have to do that. And, and maybe it should just be a policy. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> uh, all right. And, uh, let's do, uh, one more here. Um, from YouTube comments, John rocks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want, or I won't walk into a Canadian circle. K until this is resolved. You owe agent Goonie guys, some XM artifacts. <laughs> Take that, Canadian Circle K. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fighting a good fight for all of you who have done points at Circle K. That's right. I mean, you've been giving us like live, up to date, play by play Circle K updates here. So, like, yeah, you're on it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I did actually, I didn't really know (laughs) Circle K was in Canada, but, you know, maybe they're worldwide. Maybe they're in China. Or maybe maybe they're in North Korea. Joke. They're not going to actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they can't walk. Actually, one. I think they actually have a partner up there. It may be a Circle K, but uh, I think they have a partner that does Canadian and screws uh, you as well up there. Just uh, you know, uh, they're nicer about it. <laughs> they're nicer about. It. Uh, all right. Uh, you want to do this last one uh, from Alistair Gilfillan. Talking about the Sojourner, or actually, I guess it was talking about kind of the daily uh, reward stuff and and how Pokemon Go keeps you uh, coming back. Uh, They say Sojourner and Guardian are the player retention mechanics that Ingress has. So, yeah, uh, we didn't think about that last episode when we were talking about. I I guess that was my. Oh, yeah, that was my. um, What's in the castle idea was uh, let's get those daily rewards going, but that's like actually what it is the sojourner it's like log in every day and and hack something and, and we'll give you a, a prize in a year you know do you know what notch would say about your idea eric what's that worst idea ever put some pants on so horrible. that's right put some <laughs> pants on and go outside and make <laughs> minecraft three 
Yeah, three. Like they probably need to make two first. Uh, some yeah. some would say they've already done that. They can skip it. Hey, Microsoft skipped nine, right? With uh, Windows nine, so you can too. And uh, we're gonna see Ingress three pop up pretty soon because they're gonna skip Prime. That's right. That's the big secret that Andrew is not telling us about. Well, and that's what to kill uh, everybody. So <laughs> right. I definitely appreciate you, Eric, for not um, you know making Andrew say anything that would get us all killed. Mm, yeah, yeah. Until next time. Yeah, uh, might might slip out. But that is the show, and uh, that was a good one, and uh, that was a really cool to speak to Andrew. Uh, we never we didn't call him Andy. Uh, he he laughed and said that was funny that we called him Andy because we just go, hey, so what's Andy got to say this week? We don't even think about it. It's just, you know, Andy. But he's like, wow, no one calls me that, it, like, except, like, his family or something. <laughs> and it's like... We're family. So when he's <laughs> lottery, he's going to throw us some. Right. I'm working out <laughs> that, like, all my connections that if anybody wins the lottery, uh, you know, get a piece. And I just won't ever play. Yeah. Isn't that fair? That so, is fair. Thanks, everybody, uh, for tuning in this week. Join us again next week. Uh, you know all the links. They're in the show notes. And um, we expect to see you on episode 11. Oh, wait. We're going to skip 11 and go straight to 100. Straight to 100, which will be the episode where we do a radio play. Cool. So That's it's going to awesome. take us about, uh, you know, 89 weeks to do. So and Andrew's going to sing in that episode. It's going to be fantastic. So stick around for next week when it doesn't happen. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) 